How's it going, Drum? I'm good. I'm just freaking out. I don't want to say anything really stupid, so or sound stupid. No, that's You'll all right. <laughs> you're not you're not on air, so you're okay. You're cool. Making, <laughs> it's just a recording. You're not uh, live. Right okay. Now. Yeah. You're not being broadcast. It makes me, yeah, it makes you feel a lot better. Okay. Um. So as I don't know, we kind of been talking. Um. You know, I got to interview Tim Lenahan, Damon Rensing, and I got to interview uh, actually Travis Clark from Top Drawer Soccer. Yeah. Uh. Just about you know the game of college soccer, where it's heading. You know, a lot of stuff about the substitution rule. Uh. You know, maybe expanding the season into the spring. Uh, you know, as a player, what's one rule, especially coming from academy, you know, one rule that, you know, really just kind of threw you off or you just, you know, wish, you know, you had, you know, that you, you know, that the academy had that the college soccer doesn't have. About the substitution rules or I mean, just, subs- the game just, in general? just in the game in general. Yeah, the substitution, it's different. In academy, it's kind of like the top level where once you're subbed out, you're out, unlike college when you can do one reentry. And I think, like, people really want to make that connection or a way to get soccer in the U.S. to be at the next level, like in Europe and stuff like that. So when they're talking about substitutions, I I think that they should try to revolve it like that, where one substitution, you're out, and maybe even limit it to a number of people that can actually play in the game. Because because when they um, when you know that there's only going to be how many people are going to play that game, I think that will better your team as well. Because now you're fighting for how many substitutions, let's just say three could go in. So uh, you got 14 players playing, then that makes it more competitive. And I think soccer all around in the U.S. will get better. Uh, do you find that, you know, even with, you know, the, as many substitutions in the college game that, you know, it's still competitive to get a starting spot on the team right now? Oh, yeah, it's, it's very competitive, especially at this level that we play at. I mean, you're always fighting for your spot. And if you have the spot, you're always fighting to keep it. So uh, Go ahead. What yeah. about the... The whole scheduling with the time um, you guys kind of you get a break in between your spring and your fall schedule. Would you like to see it get expanded into a longer kind of a full round all year soccer schedule where you're playing constantly? Or do you guys as student athletes kind of like that break where you can get back into class and worry about um, the student? Yeah, I personally, I really like the break because and people are usually by the end of that season, I mean, mid-December players are just burned out like mm-hmm. Damon even gave a lot of, like permission to the guys like just don't do anything your body needs to reset so I couldn't really imagine still like playing through without that break but I mean if we were forced to do it I guarantee like practices and stuff would work <laughs> what am I trying to say like um like the practice schedules might be taken easier or something, or games would be further apart to let the bodies be able to work into, you know, January, February as a season. And is that a feeling the whole team MSU kind of has? Like, is it, or is it just kind of on the individuals? Like, do you guys all, as student or as athletes, like that break, would you feel? Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I would assume so, yes. Okay. Uh, and then, I guess, like, what you uh you was kind of talking about, uh, you know, the expanded schedule, you know, in the spring, you know, Tim and Damon were kind of mentioning that if we did, if you, if that happened, you know, less games per week, you know, you're not playing two to three games a week. Would you like to see that? Yeah, that would, I mean, that sounds like it could work out too, especially in the school side. Like if you had, I mean, kind of like football, if you had like one game a week, you know, the preparation stuff, it'd still be pretty hard throughout the week, but you know, you have a lot of time to rest, and then for that game, you're always ready. Because sometimes, 
sometimes you'll play games well, like Friday, Sunday, when like we go on a trip somewhere, and you know that recovery time is not enough sometimes. So, does that play into kind of the wins and losses? Sometimes, do you guys feel like sometimes you might lose a game that you normally would not lose just because of the advantage the other team might have? They had a week off, you guys had two days off or something. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that could actually play a role because you know some bodies recover a lot faster than others, but some will recover slower. So mm-hmm. if you have someone whose body doesn't recover fast enough, he's not going to be at 100% when he has a game within 48 hours later. We asked Fatai and Jay this last week. What's your feeling with Maryland and Rutgers coming in? You know, How much better does that make oh, this conference? I think everyone is excited, Just not just Michigan State, but the whole Big Ten. And, I mean, college soccer, you have powerhouse like Maryland and Rutgers coming in. It's going to be awesome and we're really excited because we know that we're going to there to play in their first Big Ten game, so we're really amped for that atmosphere. I guess then moving on, just to talk a little about your, uh, just people to, to for people to get to know you a little better in this podcast. Um, you know, we know you played on the U.S. Men's National uh, U17 squad. Yeah, the younger team. Yeah how how was that experience? You know, especially you know at such a young age. Yeah, I get I get this question a lot. I always say the same answer, so. This is I got this on a script. It was weird because I liked it a lot, like the guys and everything. But I mean, I was only 16 years old, and I was already away from my parents and everything. Over how many miles is Florida away? But, anyways, I thought it was good for soccer because I mean, I'm playing it six days a week and everything. But besides that, for me, the school, like the social life, it just really wasn't there anymore. You know, I just like missed my friends back in high school. But the thing I really loved about it was, like, the friendships that I made there with just 40 guys that we see each other every day. It was just, like, our family. Those were my brothers, and I still keep in contact with a lot of them right now. So, Do you play against any of them? Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm trying to think. Like, there's Andrew Oliver from Indiana. We play him. Uh, one of my good – or from Akron that we play every year, basically. There's Souders, Fernando Pena. Other teams like that. One of my good friends too. He, Mark Pelosi. He's actually uh, at Liverpool right now in their youth, like the 23s and the 21s. Yeah, and I actually just talked to him like a couple of days ago too. When did you find out? You know that you made that roster. Like, what was the feeling? Oh, I was just. It was it was a trip there too because I was on the younger national teams like the U15, and then I didn't get called into two camps, and then the camp right before the residency calls up I got called into that and I played really well and when they let me know I was just ecstatic about it and right away I I knew like yes I want to do this because I mean once in a lifetime chance you know so why not and I already knew like some of the like talking I mean we're all friends so we're all talking like are you gonna do it are you not gonna do it because there's some kids who said no I'm not gonna do it because like I don't I hear like that it's not that great you know I mean, my club team here is still good, so I'd rather pass. But that, I don't regret that at all because of, like, all those friendships that I made there. It was a good experience. Soccer-wise, would you do it, would you do it again, or would you advise any um, prospective college athlete to get into something like that? Like a residency program? Yeah. At this, at this age, if you're going to be serious about soccer, definitely do that. I think, I mean, yeah, places overseas are doing youth academies when, I mean, they're basically – 10 or whatever but I I thought it was a bit young to be there you know just 10th grader living by himself already I, I don't I would I don't think I would advise it for 
you know, if someone was like, well, I, I'm like mixed feelings about this because I'm saying that, but I would, I would still do it again, you know, but that's just me. I, yeah, going back to like you said, you missed home. Um, you know, it's the residency program. I've been to IMG. I actually was there for a baseball camp. Okay. Great place, rating like it's a not, like phenomenal facilities. What was it like? You know, coming back and not playing soccer like six days a week and going to this like wonderful school where everyone dreams of. Oh my god, I get to play sports six days a week. And did you go to classes there as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, coming back home and going like, oh, God, I got to go to school five days a week. And, you know, I don't have all this, you know, soccer stuff I get to do every day. Like, what was it like coming back? Yeah, coming back. I mean, I remember I was still like on that routine. Like, I was like, all right, I got to go play or something. But then it was summer for me. And I was like, well, and I mean, not many of my friends back home play soccer, so I can't. So, I mean, I was really like anxious to play still. But when I got back into just, you know, finally having relaxing and a break, that was good for me, I thought. I guess at the youth level and even now, is there too much emphasis on soccer sometimes where you just, you know, you just need that break or you need to get your mind off of it so you can relax the mind and the body? Yeah, I, I think I think breaks are really good. And personally for me, when I, whenever I have like a long break off soccer, like you come back to and you really want to get at it. And I think you play really well. So I think these breaks are needed. I'm not saying have a break every two weeks, you know, but I think after you do it for so long and then you take a break and you're just like oh i want to keep playing but i'm on a break and then right when you get back it's awesome all right well we have the player questionnaire which uh fatai and jay had a lot of fun with last week and keenan was a little upset about (laughs) uh so first question what professional player do you try to mold your soccer game after Mm. that's tough because right now i'm i'm making a transition into uh playing outside back outside mid you know and I've usually been a defender most of my life and like but I do like attack forward so I would say I'm like a Danny Alves probably who I try to play like so you spoke about Danny Alves but who's your favorite professional soccer team the team uh with me I'm I'm such a bandwagoner Jump around. yeah I mean when I see a team do a well of course I'm gonna be like oh yeah that's my team yeah I'm a bandwagoner so right I mean Recently, or I mean, recently, saying maybe a couple of years now, Man City has been my team because I love I love David Silva and Aguero, and they're doing pretty well this season too. So it doesn't hurt to be on that bandwagon right now. Uh, okay, so Yells and I want to know best FIFA player on the team. <sighs> I can already award myself the worst, so but the best. Mm. I've only I've only seen a handful of guys actually play because whenever I'm around I don't want to be playing FIFA because I'm awful. But when I do see people play, I would say probably Quinn McEnany. Oh, yeah. keeper, huh? What team does he play with usually? I I don't know. You can't tell because uh, I mean when he's playing, I just don't want to be watching because I don't like FIFA. Oh. I'm all about Halo. If you ask me who the best Halo player is, you guys are sitting with him right now. <laughs> do you like Call of Duty as well? I don't like Call of Duty. <laughs> Only Halo. Halo 3. If you guys ever want to play, hit me up. Does anyone else play you in Halo? Or are you... Blake Skamara is a big Halo guy. Uh, Sean Connery was a big Halo guy, too. But besides that, I mean, me and my roommates will play. Um, so which coach would you like to play in FIFA or Halo? Which, which, oh, in Halo? which coaching staff member would you like to bring? Ben Pierman. Just so we can talk trash to each other the whole time. We talk trash to each other a lot. 
he always does this thing where he'll like ask me something and I'll answer just in like a normal tone. He'd be like, "You mad at me?" He asked me if I mad at him, literally eight times in a two-hour span. So yeah, I would like to play him in Halo, talk trash, and then have him be on his way. Why are you in my apartment, Ben? <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Jay and Fatai said that you have the most energy on the team. What's your response to this comment? I think that's right on. <laughs> Live life to the fullest. I don't know. I've always been, I've, I've always been like I want to be center of attention. I don't want to say that. <laughs> I've always been like the person that everyone's like you need to shut up because you've been talking for 27,000 hours straight now so yeah I mean right on they're they're true that's all true Jay I think his specific words were he you have more energy than he did when he was five years old and he sees that on the field um is that something you kind of use on the field too I think so yeah I mean sometimes I can get really like lazy and, like, I tell everybody, like, it's they all have, like, this joke the way I post. That's what I say. I'll just post. I put my, like, legs up, like, in a weird way. And they're like, you're such a bum. But then, yeah, on the field, I like to really get after it. I'm pretty ruthless, like, with my body. So I don't really care. Do you talk on the field? Like, smack? Do I talk trash? I used to when I was younger. I think I grew out of that. I mean, if someone's going to start talking trash to me, I'll, I'll give them a couple words back. Without giving any specifics away, who's the best trash talker on the field? On the field? Either in scrimmages and practices, as jokes, or like in Big Ten play. Who's who's the guy who likes to get think, in the other team's head? I, um, I would probably say maybe Adam. Like when he gets into it, he'll get into it, and he can be really, really feisty. So Montague, yeah. That's a surprise. Yeah. From our interviews, he seems like a quiet... Oh Quiet no! Guy. No, me and him, me and him joke around and talk trash to each other a lot. I talk, I talk a lot of trash <laughs> about literally anything. <laughs> like if you're wearing, if you're wearing a t like just a plain t shirt, I'll come up with at least eighty jokes off of my head, just like something you look like. Do you do it with their soccer shoes too? Everyone's, mm-hmm. all, I feel like everyone's always changing soccer shoe color. Yeah. on the team. It's funny though, like because I had CTRs this year and they're they're. They were teal and, like, neon. And everyone's like, oh, why are you wearing maize and blue cleats? I'm like, are you guys serious? And I was just like, oh, man. I mean, some guys had the really light teal. I think Koritzi had the light teal ones, or someone did before. Yeah. Um, he's got the he's got the like, electric green ones he mm. was wearing. Yeah, there's some people who just love to have really flashy cleats. Yeah. Uh, how about who's the quiet player on the team? Just kind of wants to, like, just does his thing, doesn't like to talk a lot. Probably, probably Andrew Hurt, but uh, I I was his sweet mate last year, and like or when he's when it's like me and him, like I I can get him to joke around with me like a lot, and like people won't really like, ever realize it because I mean within the team he's just pretty like quiet most of the time. He doesn't have that much to say, but like when it's like me and him, like we can clown together pretty hard. I was right, Gales. I called you on that one, man. <laughs> he just seems like he is. He just seems like he like in the games like. I, he's in, I feel like he's intense during the games when yeah. I've seen him play, but he's, he's just zoned in and focused. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, uh, that's not a Yeah. He's also a genius. Is so, he? Really? Yeah. Oh. I think he has, what, like a 5.87? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even possible? Can you do that? I don't think in college. In high school, like, <laughs> high school was, I'm an in idiot. college with the, honors, with the honors credit in college, you or in like high school you could. Five, five. Yeah. No, I, I had a friend um, in high school, like, 
he was a valedictorian. He we got like a four point five because he like oh to get honors gosh. credit. So yeah, I needed that point five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is uh, how about player likely to get up and sing karaoke if you guys were at a party and there's a karaoke machine? Ben Myers. I I just it's weird because I mean I've never really heard him sing karaoke, but he just seems like the type of kid who would be like, yeah, I'll sing karaoke. And we'd be like, all right, Benny, all you. Is there a kid that just sings on the team a lot, just Fatai. randomly? Fatai. <laughs> loves singing. Like, he'll have his headphones on and be singing like he's all alone. But, like, especially, like, before before games and stuff, like, he likes to really just, like, he, like, really feels himself. And he, he like, does his dances and everything. It's I think it's awesome. Um, next question. Athletic team that you hang out with the most besides your team? Um... Hmm. Besides my team? Besides men's soccer, what team does men's soccer hang out the most with? Uh, I mean, probably probably the women's team. We do, Yeah, we do a lot of stuff with them. You know, good friends with a lot of them, so... Everyone outside of athletics kind of thinks that you guys all are, like, buddy-buddy. You guys all yeah, know each yeah. other. Is that true? Is that kind of... I mean, yeah, especially, at, like, when you see another athlete, like, usually, like, you'll both say hi to each other, even though you don't know. You just... You just know the face. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I don't. I don't think it's like we think that. Hey, we all have to only be friends with each other. I don't believe in that. Uh, like, what do you kind of do? Like with the women's team, do you guys just like hang out and kind of? Do you do like events, like go bowling or something or whatnot? Yeah, we we. I mean, we'll just hang out with them. Really, nothing much to that. Yeah, I could <laughs> you, keep, you keep talking about soccer all the time. Is it like yeah, that's what that's what we do now. <laughs> Whenever we, I mean, we're all just people, you know. Off the field, we have our own personality. So, how about well, let's get to the women's team since you since you've hung out with some of them. How about funniest girl on the women's soccer team? Probably Alex Jonah is really funny. She yeah, she can make really like clever jokes. I guess. Is that the, that's the sophomore, right? Yeah. Haley, I saw her on uh, MSU Crushes the other day. <laughs> Apparently some dude was like, she's a dime or something. It was funny, but she, I don't know. Yeah. Have, 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 uh, do you guys joke about that stuff, like who's end up on MSU Crushes or whatnot? <laughs> yeah. We actually, yeah, we actually do. I think Tim was on a couple of days ago. We were giving him a lot of, just a lot of like, we were just joking with him at practice. Like, oh, Tim, you're the big man on campus now. You made MSU Crushes. <laughs> All right, uh, last question. Uh, so you're going out for a night, and you're meeting up with some ladies. Who's your wingman? Who's my wingman? Um, I mean, does it, just, like, who would be my wingman if, say, you guys didn't know I played soccer or anything? Like, who's your boy to bring out? Uh, I mean, how about both? How about, like, you got a friend, and then how about a teammate? Okay. Well, my friend is my boy, Andre Lulashi. Um... On the five eight six Sterling Heights, that's my boy. Yeah, so that'd be my wingman. I mean, on the team, I would say who 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 compliments me? Who can I would like need someone who can really like be jokey with me? Probably probably Jay. Yeah. yeah. Because Jay, like we asked Matai and Jay last week, it was uh, Jay switches answer. He, was, he he said Bennett. Is Bennett? He said really, ZB. Yeah, is Bennett really like that? Like. Yeah, I guess. Everybody, it's weird. Everybody has, like, weird friendships, like, on the team. Like, you just, like, joke around with some people differently than you joke around with other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's the way they get along. Yeah. 
because then Jay changes his answer. He's like, oh, Fatai is my boy. Like, <laughs> oh, he's sitting right next to him. He's like, oh. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. like, he's like when Fatai is not on his short leash with his girlfriend, <laughs> he's his boy. So, yeah. Yeah. 